yo, no matter how old I get, I don't think I will ever just never lose the wonder and how life, the synchronicity and how all the things just show up the way that it does. The things that the path that you're on or the path that you're in, how things just kind of mirror back and articulate itself for you to kind of make it make sense a little better when you're seeing things or you have something kind of forming in the ethers or in your consciousness or just in your intellectual space. All right. <laughs> what I've decided to do is I'm going to give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to humble someone because this is a big thing. You know, it's a it's a topic I see and it's it's just appearing in my in my field division and I find it important to share. So let's get into this thing. Let's go. Welcome back, Lover Muffins. <laughs> I am the Pain of Fool. This space is for you. Of course, welcome to the bonfire. Welcome to the grounds of fertility. Here we are teachable and we apply the things that we learn in our lives and we share the results as gifts. We have elders. We are not wandering lone wolves in these streets without any guidance. We apply the wisdom of the elders for a good and prosperous life. That is the only life the elders want us to have. If you don't know who I am, I'm a full-time artist. I teach art to the little ones. I teach art to adults. I'm a children's book illustrator. I sell my paintings. I paint as well. Um, I am the creator and producer of the Paint of Fools Paint House. That is a children's art show from about ages uh, one to seven designed to teach children how to utilize creativity to serve themselves and others by uh, bringing their art to life. It's a great imaginative show designed for really, truly people for, of, of all ages who have a great imagination. Um, if you were ever curious about my additional services, my website is jgreenartificial.com. But right now, this space is the communal space. It is not work-related. Uh, I don't want to talk about work. <laughs> um, if you do want services, please, you know, email me uh, from from my website. Uh, please don't DM me, please. It's just easier for me because I like to keep work separate from my, my personal social media spaces. Um, I forgot to include <laughs> two things about Aquarius season that I've, I've been corrected on. <laughs> um, Aquarians are also pimps. I forgot to tell you that. I, listen. All of them, well, with the with the exception of like two, <laughs> out of the out of the den of Aquarians, <laughs> a majority of them are pimps. And the biggest the biggest quality about them that I true how did I forget this? I cannot believe I forgot this. They are not thinking about you. <laughs> that yo, that is the overarching theme of an Aquarian's life. If you think they're thinking about you, ten times out of a million times out of 10 they're not thinking about you so just go on with your life all right i had to get that out because <laughs> if i didn't get that part right then i would have done the, the aquarians a disservice so i had to come back in and share that that that, <laughs> that truth anyway how have you been how are you doing and are you well and how are you navigating your life right now i'm okay um personally I've been, you know, getting a lot of work off my desk. Uh, I have more time to devote towards myself uh, and the Painful's Paint House uh, and this channel uh, and YouTube channel uh, and everything else. Like my own personal merchandise and things for the for the little ones. Uh, like uh, I'm starting to feel like myself again. And you'll know based off of 
based off of how much yo when i'm when i have a lot of shit on my desk i i notice that i'm not extra vibrant i don't really i don't really realize it until until it's over that i i come back to my old self and everyone's like yeah you were you were a real dick face you were su- super serious these passing like couple months yo what's the deal now yeah i see so <laughs> Um, <laughs> to all of you who, um, did not even, I didn't even realize I was being short and just kind of like my father, my father tends to be super, super short. I also think as I get older, I'm becoming him. Uh, <laughs> my father is like, my mother is extra, you know, she's like, yeah, mm, you know, really firecrackery. She's like the way that I sound right now was how she is. But then my dad is like, nah, no. Um, uh, excuse me, Mr. Green. Nah, not right now. Nah. <laughs> Who are you? Nah, no, like, no, nope, nah. Uh, uh. That's that's my dad. And I noticed that that was <laughs> I was even getting into his routine, getting up early in the dawning, like, you know, eating a bunch of fruit, sucking down a bunch of like citrus, and then just working on my stuff <laughs> and just like tuning out the rest of the world for a moment. But it was it was funny. But I'm I'm well, I'm a whole lot better because I have a bit more time and I, oh, the freedom. It's just an oil painting I'm working on, an activity book, and one or two videos and a logo. That's it. The rest of my time is mine. Right now, I am not taking any extra work because I just need me. And I have to focus on this curriculum I'm building for the little ones. I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. This is all me right now, okay? Um, all right. How to humble someone. This is this is important because, you know, I see it all over the place. Now, what exactly is humility? What is humility? What what do you when you hear the term humility? What do you imagine? Do you usually imagine like a like a handmaiden or something? <laughs> or what do you what do you typically imagine? You know, someone who's just super, you know, they're all about service. They're, it's about selfless acts. And, you know, Personally, when I think of humility, what I used to think of humility was like this tattered clothed, tattered clothed male or female who was just about washing everyone's feet, taking on the diseases of everyone else and just, you know, just extra. No, I don't deserve this like super ridiculously falsely modest, like real annoying. And I used to feel as though I had to fit myself into that box. And now, naturally, my disposition or how I approach my approach and how I come off is softer to people. So people tend to automatically assume that I'm like, you know, extra. I'm, I'm like that. And that's not the case until they until they get to know this side that I'm an arrogant dick face. You know, it's it's one of the one or the other. But yeah, so that's usually what the average person will, you know, at least from my generation, because, you know, we learn of humility. It was it's it's a biblical term. But that's as far as it ever went. You know, when people talk about, I'm, you know, you need to be more humble. People would say it. We heard it in different parts of like, I guess, in the media. You need to be more humble. And then that meant for us looking in, in retrospect, you know, you have to just not appear so bright, not appear so vibrant, not appear this, not appear that, not appear to like things or not appear to be materialistic, not appear to be da, 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 be modest and you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of smushing yourself or it's a lot of like thwarting your light projection that I that I notice in retrospect. And um, I wanted to kind of just touch that a little bit, you know. So let me just provide some context on the context on what I'm speaking of when I speak on I'm 
teach you how to humble someone. So I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios. So there's the, ar- the arrogant or the antagonistic student that is disrupting the class, disrupting the teacher, you know, being super antagonistic towards the teacher, correcting the teacher. And at times the student might even be right with things, but they're just being a real asshole about it. And the teacher for a second decides, okay, I'm going to correct you and, you know, to tell you to chill out whatever the case is, but the student keeps going. Now, now the teacher has an option of either dismissing the student from the class, if you homeschool and send them to the kitchen, <laughs> whatever you do, call whatever you do, um, whatever. But instead you decide to, because you're, you're getting so angry with the student, you know, being a little ass, you decide that you're going to make an example out of the student. Now, your means of doing so is full of your emotions. You you want to go out of your way. So now you're going to the jugular. You're going for the jugular for this at the student because of because of how offended you are. And in your mind, you're humbling them, but you don't realize in the same sentence you're taking from them. You're you're damaging them because you're you're going for the jugular. You're not just providing a lesson. You're not just teaching them, but you're making an example out of them to embarrass them because you were embarrassed. You know, that's that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is the intellectual snob versus the, uh, I guess, the, the popular guy, the popular one who's everyone likes just successful. And, you know, and you just don't understand why they are the way that they are, why they're so successful. But you have all these this, these intellectual accomplishments, you know, the cabalion, you know, every little piece of Literature, you know, the mythology from the beginning of time, you can define everything and break down every bit of word etymology. But for some reason, this person is so much more successful. This person, the populace's eyes cannot remove themselves from this person. And you're like, yo, what is the deal? So you're in this public space together. You go to meet each other. You go to, you know, speak and you're trying to, you know, have this this super deep intellectually acrobatic conversation and the, and the, the popular guys is like what are you talking about like i'm just me you know you just they just they're just them they show up showing up as themselves and you're just not connecting they make a little comment that it was was in all honesty just out of it was just light it was it was out of humor it was just to be light it was light mannered it wasn't even it wasn't a big deal they say something like i don't know what any of that means you know and you get offended because you take them, you take that as an attack on your, as an attack on your intellect or your character, right? So you decide randomly, you're going to come back later on in the day, later on in that, in that time you're meeting and you're going to put them on the spot by saying something super deep with while everyone's around and you want to make them kind of, you want to make them look dumbfounded. Scenario number two. Scenario number three, the, the typical Older person versus the younger person, the younger person who just hasn't had enough life experience yet, you know, from a child through a teen, you know, teens where they know it all. Although we know that they, they didn't get that those synapses and that neurons didn't do that thing yet to where their brain hasn't expanded like it should. They're just they have that position where they just have it all figured out. And, you know, they're just they're 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 not being as open to your suggestions and your teachings and this and. It pisses you off. So you decide that you're going to teach them a lesson, however that is. And then the final example, social media, social media, you know, you're you're posting on social media. Maybe you like yourself. Maybe you you just stepped into yourself. You you love certain things. You 
you now you're showcasing yourself, you're showcasing your self-confidence, you're building a brand for yourself. Now, the other people looking at you don't know this. They just think you're an arrogant asshole. They think that you're materialistic. They think that you're a spendthrift. They think they think that you are vain and all this other kind of stuff. So what they do is they decide to go in your comments and they try to make passive aggressive comments or they provide constructive quote unquote criticisms or whatever that they do in the name of trying to humble you. These are examples. So uh, one thing that I must tell you that the best way to humble a person if you are coming from that approach is that you can't because that is not humbling a person. The best way to truly humble a person is to model, is to be humble. You know, elders, I provide examples of the elders all the time. Real elders, they know. They know when a person is not going to be receptive to information that they're teaching. Now, they may not have the... They may not know every form of language or may, they may not know every way to to provide teaching to a person, but they also know that it may not be their time for, for them to learn from you. Or maybe you're not supposed to be their teacher. Maybe life is supposed to be their teacher and you're not going to do nothing, but just you're just supposed to guide them. That's it. You're not supposed to impose your personal ideologies on them. You're just you're just pointing the finger. That's it. You know, but. There are people who think that they can humble someone else by, in fact, stealing their light projection from them or thwarting their light projection or uh, offending them, hurting their feelings, attacking, going for the jugular. All these different things is, is what they think they're doing, uh, is, what, is how they think they're humbling someone. But in fact, they're just exposing their narcissism. So I learned quickly that... You can only teach certain virtues by being them, by modeling them. Elders are excellent models. This is why I, I emphasize elders. I know now some people who are like, they want to be the center of attention. They want to be the, they want to be the it. They tend to run from uh, elders. They tend to run from those who will get them in order. <laughs> they tend to do that. Now, there are, yes, there are some times where these ideologies that they may have or these different principles, they just, we different. You know, you're not, you're not going to be a carbon copy of your elder. That's not, that's not even the goal. And as I said before, if they want you to become a carbon copy of them, they're not elders at all. They're not qualified. But, you know, you do find that occasionally they want to, they do want to, you know, correct you, correct your behavior or show you things that, um, within you are detrimental, but if you're not open enough to receive it, then you're not going to, uh, you're not going to learn from them. You may have to, it may come back later. It may, you know, spring back like, oh, you did say that to me when in, in October of 20, 2016, you know, you did, but oh my gosh, I wasn't, my, I just wasn't thinking at the time, you know, arrogance is not always going to, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. What arrogance does is it prevents new information from it prevents you from receiving new information and in, in cases of information that's not designed for you that arrogance can in fact form that blockage you know but we may not want to always operate in arrogance there are times when you need to be arrogant and there's times when you don't i've learned the times i need to be when there are in fact a little bit of passive aggression being thrown my way then i tend to Throw my nose up in the air because I've already been, I'm already being perceived as someone arrogant and, and bougie and, and all that kind of shit. Who gives a fuck now? But 
So I play on it, you know, whenever I see that kind of shit happen. But there are times when you do, you you know, show it. Just show it. <laughs> and it, it may it may get the it may get the person a little riled up and get them. Ooh, you it's an interesting sight to see. <laughs> but stay stay centered. Don't don't get too hype doing that shit. Just stay centered. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I find that people who who's who stem from that that place where they want to humble a person or they feel this need to fix them they haven't accepted themselves or learned themselves enough yet you know again it's the elders they have they have this 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 great ability to model they model acceptance so well that's how you may see some people who you may deem derelicts or you may deem these vagabonds they have the favor of certain people of certain elders because these elders, they accept them. They, they can pretty much, and some elders, they have the great foresight to see where they're going and they are heading, heading great places. But you never know the contents of a person's destiny or a contents of a person's life. And when we understand that within ourselves, you're a bit slower to having any internal reactions towards a person whose ideologies or principles are different from yours. I, I, use, I like to use the, the M&M bag or the, the, you know, the bag of the Skittles where there's different flavors and colors. I mean, whatever. It's better that way. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be annoying if everyone was just the same monotonous kind of everyone functioned the same based off of what you think? How boring would that be? How boring with tur turning the channel or watching a Netflix special and everything had this, everything operated in the same moral code, the same principles, the same, the same colors, the same costumes, the same this, the same. This shit would be pretty whack. I, and I know you know that, you know. So don't try to impose your will on someone else just because we disagree or you disagree with them. If you're different, respect and honor your differences. Have a good day. The best way to teach humility is to be humble. And here's one more thing. And I'm, I'm actually dropping a video in a tandem with this. But if you are the type to call yourself humble, I'm a humble person. Newsflash. You're not humble at all. <laughs> I tell you, listen, this may maybe this is like an unspoken rule. Maybe I'm, I'm throwing out an absolute who gives a fuck. But truthfully. You're called humble. Someone calls you humble. You don't call yourself humble, baby. That's just not how this thing works. You know, <laughs> certain titles, you just, you just can't call yourself, you know. You got to be given those titles. You got to be given those names. Those, those virtues got to be a little, they got to be just validated in you from, from someone who knows, from those qualified. But, you know, who am I? This was a quick one. I just wanted to pop one here and, and provide those little nuggets on um, how to humble someone. And just to know you, just so you know, that is the best way. The best way to truly humble a person is to be humble. It's not in manipulating a person. It's not in being passive aggressive. It's not in trying to uh, break a person so that they, they are under your authority. It's not to doormat a person. That's not how you make quote unquote, uh, someone humble. Let me name a couple elders off the top of my head that have great, that have a great tendency to model certain behaviors 
um, characteristics that I have observed as nice. You know, it's kind, it's great, humble. Uh, Ermina, her name is Ermina Tutu, Rev Tutu. You can find her, uh, Rev, it's spelled Rev, R-E-V, T-U-T-U. She's on Facebook. Um, I'm on her Patreon. She teaches classes and different things on uh, just about wellness. She has a business called Clearwater Wellness. And in that, uh, she teaches great, great information about your emotions, about those who may be sensitive, free spirits, uh, great stuff. And um, I have one of her books. Well, I have a couple of her. Well, I have two of her books. I have Shea's Quest and I have another book titled Insightful Journeys. Great elder, wonderful elder I respect highly. Of course, I talk about Chief Yuya a lot. Uh, there's men in Anu that just, they have, they have like the sharp intellect or they, they model just a, a mild temper, temperament. Charles Evans, Zach Latimer with his great personality and how he shows up and provides insight and information. Oh my goodness. My own mother. Now she's, she sets an example, especially when she's around older people. When she's around older people, she, she like instantly she like her personality just completely changes to almost like a child again. And for me, that's that's how I present in the space of elders more so. Well, I guess more so older, like, you know, the elderly as well. Uh, I tend to sh not shrink, but I definitely go back to that to that type of maybe that could be, you know, that could just be me. And the, that this is probably another reason why we, we do that. A lot of us do that. We become a little younger again when we are around older people, like older, older people. I don't know. My mother, she sets a great example in that. Like she, she's worked with the elderly a good portion of her life. And my respect for the elderly comes from her modeling that. And she's been, you know, she's been working at the nursing home. She would drive, she would drive uh, the buses for them. She did a lot of work with the elderly too. So she, she's a great example as well. Um, there's, there's many people I can name. My own grandmother, Green, she's a great elder. She was always talking about... <laughs> She always talks about eating your greens, <laughs> um, education. Like that's her, that's her thing. You know, still is, are you eating good? You healthy? Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, I have, you know, there's, there's a couple people that I truly respect and, um, I would, I speak, I speak of, speak highly of, but you know, is this Bixby cutting on just without authorization? Uh, anyway. But that's all I wanted to pop on here and say. Uh, I'm going to drop a YouTube video probably at the same time as this podcast episode. But this was just a quickie, you know, just a quickie. I wanted to pop on here and say that because, yeah. The thing with people don't understand is that they have limited perspectives on a person's container of their life. All of what they had to experience, all of what they endured, all of what they let go, all of what they gained. This is why... You exhibit kindness to everyone because you never know what a person is actively getting through. You just don't know. Keep your mouth shut. I don't know how people are bold enough to comment crazy shit under a person's post. Now, I may say some funny stuff like it, for me, Twitter and social media is all all about fun stuff. It, to me, I don't get on Twitter and social media to, to badger anyone. I don't feel the need to do that. It's just fucking stupid to me that's just what it is um but you know i don't see how people are so comfortable to just be in the comments arguing and i just don't get it what like where that's maybe i have to that's maybe that's my limited perspective i mean i can get why people just i guess 
I just got more. T- oh, let me not say that. That's just it just sounds it just sounds insensitive. I just yeah, no, I just mm, if you know, maybe there's some people worth educating and teaching, but arguing back and forth and antagonizing. And uh, I think there's a better thing. There's better shit to do with your life. Anyway. I love you guys. Until such time. Learn that you can't do that. You can't humble someone without without you modeling true humility. And of course, you got to be teachable. You got to leave the arrogance in the back in most cases when it comes to humility. And um, you need to you need to truly be validated. Like you need to have someone validate that humility in you. Most importantly, like it's almost like a crown, like someone has to crown you as humble you know someone of of quality must if if i call you humble right now that doesn't mean you're truly humble it needs to be someone qualified that calls you humble you know but again everyone's definition of humility is subjective too so it varies it varies so at the same time it's like whatever this is when we we start to get super you know flowy and get it all over the place is it really then what really is humble but we all know look on word etymology on humble and humility you know submissive in the sense of being receptive to information not submissive in the sense of being a doormat we're not going to weaponize submission and we're not going to weaponize receptivity we're not going to weaponize following we're not going to weaponize <laughs> almost as some crazy we're not going to weaponize a lot of that other stuff you know we're not going to weaponize the, the receptive position ain't nobody got time for that so do your thing shine your light just at all in all things be teachable and know when to know when to turn that light down there are times you ha- you you should in a space of learning in a space of um focus and attention you don't want to have your personality blaring all over the place that's this is not the time you know, it's about learning, but just know, just know when to, to tune it down. But even still, just because you're turning it down doesn't mean it's, it's going forever. It's just temporarily. You're turning down the heat. You're turning down the intensity to receive. Okay. All right. Love yourselves, love everybody else and uh, live with heart and mind and balance. All right. Until such time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>